Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. All right mi gente, Ugh, I missed you all so much. I really, really have and I'm really excited to share a lot of fun information with all of you, but also some deep talks that I think is super beneficial for any first-gen student that is growing, going, <laughs> going to the higher. I can't talk today. I'm sorry, mi gente. That's when you know I also have midterms coming up. Well, I finished a couple midterm projects, but <sighs> we're in this together, mi gente. But in regards to all that, I'm really excited to just share some information with you and just have some real talk that I really feel that first-gen students need in regards to providing them the emotional support that they didn't know they needed. Reassurance, ekis, ekis, because I, I, I know I mentioned this before in an Instagram post, but I'm going to say it on here. Mi gente, a lot of the times, the Twitter posts, the quotes that I create and put on the Instagram, they're actually a lot of journal entries that I cultivate and... It's literally like this platform, the many platforms that host Cafecito con Estrellita, they all literally come, I'm not kidding, from my heart because I write them in my journal and it's like I'm showing you all my journal so then we can heal together while getting these degrees, if that makes sense, mi gente. Now, mi gente, before we continue on, because I want to share some information that I feel will be super beneficial for any first-gen student that's considering to go to law school, or maybe tienes un amigo, amiga, que they've expressed to you their, you know, their desire to go to law school. I just want to say, once again, I'm so sorry if you hear the fire, fire thing, fire alarm, little beeps in the background. I've been trying to like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but la casa de mi tía, like the fire alarm is all the way, like the ceiling is super, super, super high where I need to get a ladder and literally just like take it down and do what I need to do. But then also because ugh, I know many of you can relate um, because you either still live with your parents or you live with family relatives and our first gen Latinx individuals um a lot of the time see si no es tu casa you kind of can't just like do th you know like take a fire ex fire alarm like down from the wall to change no like i that's so basically have the conversation first before because like if i break the alarm i don't want to like end up having and you know a conversation that could last for over an hour on a fire alarm. So got to have the conversation first then figure out how I can fix it and then like fix it without, you know, any dilemmas. And, but there's definitely all that. So again, I'm aware that the beeping still happens. I know in the past it has happened before, but it's like lately I feel like it's beeping a little more. So believe me when I tell you, I do get a little agitated because it's like, why does this have to happen? But you know, and I know it's kind of like, okay, Serea, so like, why don't you just do it right now? Well, here's the thing, mi gente, and I, I know many of you are aware of this because I'm still a student, grad student, um, and I work and I work on creating content too. Sometimes even though I do a lot of things, the list never finishes. Like there's always something to do. If there's not always something to do in academia, there's always something to do con la vida real. Like 
neta. There always is always chores that need to get done, papers that should be researched, grants should be that should be researched. There's always something. So a lot goes on, you know, but um, just to let you all know, I'm looking at my calendar and season three should be over in about three weeks. And the reason why I do the podcast and I did it f- by choice and I construct it this way, I do the podcast by season for, well, number one, to get like my self-care needs met. Cause don't get me wrong. Like I make sure to practice daily self-care routines, you know, on a daily basis, because that's important, whether it's huge, small, eckies. However, I know myself and I know that there's times that I literally need to sit myself down, check myself and be like, you need to rest or you're going to end up like, you know, not loving what you're doing anymore, if that makes sense. And right now I don't feel like I'm in burnout, but again, this is why like I can minimize that feeling as much as possible because I have the self-awareness that I create the podcast season by season. And the other thing I do too, when I'm off season, like I'm still creating content on Instagram, TikTok. Um, I try to figure out how to do new stuff for the website, Ekis Ekis. But the other thing I do too, is that that's the time that I sit down and I learn like new things, whether it's new, like IG marketing tactics I could do, whether it's more research on the legal stuff, talks with some lawyers in regards to like trade marketing, ekis, ekis. And yeah, no, literally that's what I do during the times that I'm off season while um, I'm still a student, you know? But the other thing that I really want to make sure that like I sit down on, like my two biggest goals I want to accomplish before coming on the air back for season four is not only like update the website designs because, you know, it's always good to update, pero también um, sit down and really, really work on my media kit to then work on getting sponsors for, you know, ads for the podcast. Because as you all know, as much as I love the podcast, I do have it as a business. And well, businesses do take time to grow, but in order to like continue it, continue growing it to get the revenue that I hope to gain, because again, this is work. I do need to do my part and sit down and research and reach out to, if it's not collabs, to universities for paid speaking events, ekis, ekis, because uh, it can be a lot, but I do genuinely enjoy it. And as I've shared before in the past, everything in life is hard, mijente. It really is. So you kind of want to choose which hard you're willing to put up with. Like for me, if I wasn't pursuing my higher ed to one day be the doctora Serrato and be doing the stuff that I'm doing as a small business owner for my podcast, well, I wouldn't be doing this hard, but I may would have been finding myself doing another hard, such as an example. Let's say I didn't choose higher ed and I chose the nine to five route while maybe going more into the dating world, even though I'm not looking into dating right now, that's a different type of hard because as we know, human beings, we're not perfect and we got to work through some stuff. And then sometimes the nine to five world isn't perfect, just like grad school isn't perfect. So moral of the story, what I'm saying, Mijenta, is that when you find something you're passionate about, you want to continue growing, not just like as a student, but you know, anything you may pick up along the way, just, I want you to have the self-awareness that it can be hard and many times it will be, but that doesn't mean you should stop. That doesn't mean that you don't have the right to like 
rant, disclose your feelings about the difficulties of the things you love the most. I mean, it's okay, you know, and I think it's really good to have that self-awareness because again, everything is just hard, but I really hope you appreciated this transparency because again, I want you to know that I do try and I'm going to continue trying because all of you motivate me the same way that I hope I can motivate all of you, Mijentes. Just some days, some weeks, I'm like, wait, be patient with me because I still have to figure out the whole fire alarm thing. But yeah, there's definitely all that, Mijente. All right, so let's go ahead and take two steps back and share this information in regards to my first-gen gente that are considering law school. So straight out, I'm going to recommend that you all check out either the TikTok or Instagram, but I would say more the Instagram. Check out Tali Goody. I'm going to spell it out, okay? T-A-L-Y-G-O-O-D-Y-E-S-Q. And I'm going to go ahead and put her username from Instagram in the show notes. And if you go to her page, you're probably going to find her TikTok, Ekis Ekis, but she is a lawyer and a muhead and a founder of her own law firm. Now, the main thing I want to highlight is that since I had started following her on TikTok back like way, like way before December, I noticed since December till now, she actually puts together webinars, Zoom meetings for students that are aspiring law students to either have conversations about scholarships and how to fund law school before you really apply. And also she has webinars on how to start your own law firm. So when, you know, once you receive your law degree, it's like you get that seed planted early on and then just see and go from there. But the third thing I want to highlight that she does for aspiring law students is that it was around December, so I wouldn't be surprised if she does it again. Um, she has had speakers from Kaplan the that, you know, like also creates study guides and study things <laughs> for students who are studying the LSAT. And they speak to the students on the Zoom webinars that are aspiring law students. And I feel like that is such an essential resource, especially because let's, well, I will tell you this, there are a lot of university campuses, maybe your campus has it too, where they have affordable university prep courses, you know, not university prep courses, but like examination prep courses like LSAT, GRE, Equis. I know I've come across a couple of them and they're super resourceful. And usually if they're not free, they're just super affordable to students. However, sometimes individuals want to like branch out a little more to receive a more interpersonal feeling type of help, if that makes sense. Tell me that makes sense. But yes, so I definitely recommend checking that out because I think that is just something super beneficial. And if I were a student aspiring, trying to go to law school, I would really take advantage of those resources. All right, Mianta. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the next topic, which again, like I've shared with you, I do journal. I do write down just like my feelings, my thoughts, ekis, ekis, as often as I feel like many of us should, you know, but I know I've shared before on Academic Amiga's IG Live when they had me recently um, talking with them to other students about ways to fund yourself while being a grad student. Feel free to check that out, by the way. Again, Academic Amiga's IG page. Anyways, mi gente, so in regards to all that, um, I had also shared that. So I don't know about you, but there's times where let's say I have a plan 
Let's say I have a planner for the new year. And well, right now, as I've shared many times, I got the Muy Busy 2021 planner. Shout out the Hija de Tu Madre. They still have a couple stocked, if I remember. So I recommend checking that out, purchasing it to not only support a a small Latina business, but also to just... Let me just tell you, this planner is one of a kind. That's all I got to say. And if you want to see more, if you go on my IG, I have a planner review in regards to it. But something I wanted to share with you in case you wanted to like try it for yourself. But in regards to planners, there are times where like, I, like let's say there's one month or two months that I'm just like filling it out like crazy, eckies, eckies. And then there's sometimes a month or two where I don't fill it out at all. And I've had that pattern for a super long time, especially because in regards to my time management and just keeping things on track, I do jump a lot from my planner to Google Calendar or to writing myself little notes on a text message I send myself or on my actual notes app on my iPhone, you know? So I do all of that. But what I recently started to do, because I don't know, like I just, I want to do whatever I can to continue living a fulfilled life, which also means like fulfilling fulfilling all the things that I can, you know what I mean? And because like I, when I look back at a planner, whenever I had used it for the year, I don't like the feeling when I look back and I see that there's been months I haven't used it. So what I've been doing is that, for example, in February, I didn't fill out anything at all. Not because I didn't have things going on. Um, I actually had a couple pre-recorded interview episodes that I had to do just because um, back in January, I had gotten, I did get covid And because I got COVID, I couldn't interview for like three weeks. So thankfully, the mujeres that I ended up interviewing in February were very, they accommodated, pues, you know, and we made it happen. Even though I have shared with you in the past, I do what I can to not pre-record while I'm on season, but... This this was a whole other story. But anyways, but yes, I still had classes. I still had assignments. But what I was doing was that I just wasn't using my planner. Like I was doing other methods to remember I had deadlines. But now what I had been doing is on my empty pages for February and January, I actually just like would use it as empty journaling space. Like I just write random thoughts. Um, if there aren't, if they are not self-affirmations, they're literally like, it's me writing to myself the reality that sometimes I really do need to hear in order to keep going, not just as a first generation grad student, but also as a first generation daughter, a first generation sister, whatever, whatever you may identify yourself with. And that's what I do. So I want to advise you that, like, I don't know if you want to try something new with whatever planner you have, <clears throat> Muy Busy 2021 Planner, Um, feel free to just, like, if you have empty months, use it, fill it up. There's no rules. There's no rules on how you do things, you know? So I definitely want to share that. And in regards to all that, one of the things I had written to myself the other day that I want to share with all of you is that, mi gente, remember this. Nobody knows what they are doing. Like, let that sink in and just hear me out when I say this, because I know that this is a cliche saying, but if you think about it, mi gente, the cliche sayings that we all hear all the time, they're cliche for a reason, because all of us continue to share it with one another or tell ourselves that because we hope 
to one day be at the wavelength that the cliche cliche saying can take us to. You know what I'm saying, Mijenta? Because sometimes, for example, there's that cliche saying that what doesn't kill you, make you makes you stronger. And yeah, we're always like, oh yeah, we've heard it before. We've heard it before. Ekis, ekis. But in reality, even though a lot of people have heard it before, there are not a lot of people that have gotten to that other side in regards to, let's say someone went through very, very hard times, especially for the things that come with generational trauma. A lot of the times there are individuals that they just choose to stay in the same spot where they point all the fingers to everything, which again, feelings, your feelings are valid, but to a certain extent, we as people need, especially first gen students, we need to come to a stop where we're like, okay, we pointed our fingers, we cried, we were in our pobrecita mindset for a while, aka self-sabotaging victim. We need it. You know, sometimes we do need to be in that mindset for a little bit because we have to let all the tears out, all the all the realization hits. However, if you stay in that mindset for so long where you condition yourself to it and it's just like harder to break out of it, then you don't fully experience what the meaning of that cliche saying is. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So that's why, mi gente, if you are somebody that you experience hardships from generational trauma, specifically from the Latinx household, and you've come to the other side in the sense that you're still pursuing your higher ed degree, you are still talking yourself up with self-affirmations, you are still trying to find ways to go to therapy, or maybe you're in therapy, or you're journaling, you're doing anything you can to support your human emotion needs to understand yourself more while you're trying to get the career that you want or the degree that you want. So I want to applaud you there. And those cliche sayings, well, they're there for a reason, you know? Now, mi gente, if you hear some sound in the background, it's because I'm lifting up my planner because I want to, well, like, you know, my journal section of the planner. But in regards to nobody knows what they are doing. Well, first of all, I want you to analyze that. Like nobody knows what they're doing, especially if you're a first gen student who's about to finish undergrad to go to grad school or you're still in undergrad. Basically, if you're a first gen Latinx student. <laughs> but anyways, when you have that self-awareness that nobody knows what you're doing, I want you to analyze and let that sink in because like, at least for me, like I've come to the terms where like, okay, when I know that nobody knows what they're doing and I truly understand it. Then when I'm in a work situation or a classroom situation, I'm then, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to think of a story that, give me a second, mi gente. Okay, I thought of one. Now, mi gente, this one is an example that I've experienced in my last, last um, education job. And I know for a fact it applies to higher ed too. It's just, my brain is a little like loopy right now, so... I'm going to stick to the story that I remember at the top of my head, but I know I've had some in higher ed. Now we hint this. So in the past, in one of my previous education jobs, I was an educator and there was a time that I was writing my first lesson plan to then be able to teach to the school districts that I was going to be assigned to in regards to the STEM area because you know that that was the, the area I was focused in to teaching. And 
I remember sitting there and I was like, and this was way before I started the program I'm in now where I have a way better understanding on how to do a lesson plan. But when I was in my other job, like trying to like, okay, how do I do lesson plans? Ekis, ekis. I would just like, just start writing. And I was like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to try and put it together. And I would. And then I was, I was writing it. Of course, I was starting to get imposter syndrome and I started to get like nervous because growing up, um, anyone that was in higher power of me was always seemed more worthy, at least for my, my mindset at the time when I was still trying to heal from my generational cycles, you know, I mean, I'm still healing, but you know what I mean? So growing up because I will only also as a Latina daughter, it was a belief that like, okay, so anyone that's older than you and has like a higher role or title, like respect your elders is smarter. And no matter what you do, you can't meet to their expectations. So obviously that followed me to where even in my first nine to five, um, as I was creating this lesson plans, I would literally be like internally tense where I would be like shaky, ekis, ekis, writing the stuff because I was like, even though I knew that my higher up people wouldn't like fire me, it was just like, I was like, just so scared. Like, oh my gosh, I have to do it right. Or I don't know, they deduct my pay. I don't know, which was not true, by the way. <laughs> but anyways, but then it was like I had a moment where something just hit and something clicked where I'm like, Strea, remember that saying, nobody knows what the heck they are doing. And I sat with that in my head and I was like, that's true because, okay, I'm an educator. I, I, have, I have a role, I have a title and I'm kind of winging it. And the other educators I work with, even though they have a lot of experience, like way more experience than me, they're also still winging it day by day, obviously to different areas to an extent because they're based on experiences, but they're also just winging it. And then the people above all of us who are like the managers um, and the ones that like, you know, look over the lesson plans before we get the okay um, to teach it. I was just like, they're humans. They're human beings like me. They're just older with more experience, but that doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing in other areas. And when I came to that realization that nobody knows what they're doing, we're just doing things. I just, I, I sat there with myself looking at my work laptop and I was like, Strea, like, it's, it's fine, you know, because then I was like, I can confidently not know, know what I'm doing as long as I try my best because that's what my other upper head people were like too, you know, and just like having that self-awareness gave me the confidence of like, let's all not know what we're doing together and just make it work. I know that sounds silly and I hope I made my point across, but I feel like when you have that self-awareness that nobody knows what they're doing, just keep doing it, keep doing whatever it is. It just, it gives you that confidence boost if you choose to view it in a positive route, you know, because anything could be viewed negatively for like, let's say I was telling you, nobody knows what they're doing. I know in some way I can make a 360 with that and be like, nobody knows what they're doing. So let's just not try, you know, but I don't really feel like doing that because I just feel like there's... A lot of negativity gets highlighted in this world because negativity is like loud, people yelling, you know, but with positivity, it's there. It's just, you know, like people won't always, it won't always sound like people are vouching out positivity because the louder ones are just louder. But in regards to all that, I just, with this, it 
consejito, ese cuento, este cuento, pues. If you're feeling like an imposter, if you're feeling like you don't know what you're doing, just literally, if it helps, hype yourself up and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but because everyone else is a human being, they don't know what they're doing. So let's just like not know what we're doing together and make it work. And then like, I mean, at least for me, when I felt like that, I felt very, or at least a lot more confident when I was presenting my lesson plan. And that has followed me through with all my other, you know, situations that have led me to feel like that. You know what I'm saying, mi gente? Okay, mi gente, so before we conclude this episode, I want to share one more thing. And it goes back to imposter syndrome and I don't know, just just everything that I've, I reflect back a lot. And like I say, I reflect back a lot. And honestly, mi gente, being the podcast host that I am, having the platform that I have, you all really have played a role in helping me grow and saving me. Like, And I'm not saying in the sense where like, I wanted, you know, my, my little world to end, if you know what I mean, but it's just, it just, I feel, I feel like my feelings are more valid because of all of you, which then inspire me to keep doing the work that I do, you know, me and this. So that's just something I want to say straight off the bat. So thank you for like, not only, you know, being here and supporting the platforms, but also like your support literally pushes me to evaluate me even more because I, I do what I can to practice what I preach. And I strongly believe that how does any person, and but I'll say it more like to myself, you know, I'll be like, Estrella, how do you expect to continue motivating and empowering other first gen gente who are, you know, going through personal growth in higher ed if you can't even inspire yourself? which I mean, I do inspire myself, I'll tell you that. But what keeps me accountable with that is the fact that we all want to grow. And with the more that this podcast continues to grow, the more I have to self-reflect to, you know, help me be a better me each and every day, you know, because life can be such a gift, even though a lot of hardships can rise from it too. And like I said, I, I do a lot of checking myself to make sure that like, not only, because here's the thing, it's like, I feel like there has to be a mix. Like if I were to just only be super soft all the time, then that would provoke the enabling provisita mentality that I don't really want to do because I used to do that a lot, like way before the podcast. And when I used to be like that, be like, oh no, pobrecita, it's okay. Like I meant well in the sense that like I wanted to be there for that person, but enabling and ay pobrecita can only go so far because then it stops people from growing because it's kind of like they're getting that okay, that reassurance that it's okay to stay in the pobrecita mindset. So I'm in a spot where I was like, I make sure to be kind to myself and reassure and be soft with myself the same way that I am with all of you, but then also check myself in the reality where it's like, look, be soft, be kind to your emotions, ekis, ekis, but also give yourself that little, that little kick, you know, because sometimes it's kind of like, like, okay, you can be sad and cry because I have my days like that. But if you do it for too long, it defeats the whole purpose of growth because growth isn't pretty. It ha- I mean, it is pretty, but I mean, it's not always pretty, if that makes sense. And it's like a whole wave of emotion. So like I said, I'm going to go ahead and just pull out my journal again because, oops, sorry if you heard that sound in the background, but okay. So 
for example, let's like, I just, I'm trying to find one of my recent things. Okay. So one of my things that I have is choose myself. I will not stay in places where I'm not valued. So that for me is a positive, uplifting self-reflection because I don't want to be in an environment where I'm not supported emotionally, Eckies, just like I know I want to make sure none of you are, you know, like you don't have to be in the same spot forever. That's what growing's about. So that part, I am kind to myself. Like, I mean, like, you know, more soft, but if I go down, I've, I've also wrote this and it's tough, but just hear me out. It's okay, Estrella, if blank or nobody else wants you because you want yourself. Now, I know that one sounds a little harsh, but not if that makes sense, because I'm going to read it one more time. It's okay if blank or no one else wants me, because I want myself. Finish credential, finish master's, finish doctorate. So I do that a lot with myself, where... I give myself what I need emotionally, but I don't want to allow myself to sink too much where I self-sabotage. Like, it's a process. It's, it's a recipe. You can't have too much of everything. You need a balance. But that's why you also have to make sure that when you're giving yourself the tough reality, you do it in a way where it's not like minimizing you. You know, it's kind of like, I know I was telling my mentor the other day where I told her, I don't say, ay, Estrella, why are you dumb? No, I say, ay, Estrella, why are you acting dumb? Because acting can be changed, you know? Like, it's not you. It's just an action that you can change. But if I'm saying, Estrellita, you're dumb, I'm calling me dumb. And that's not good. So, oh my gosh, uh, watch me, gente, my... A lot of my solo episodes, maybe I'll keep reading some of my journal entries. I don't mind sharing with all of you what I write during my deepest times if I know it's going to empower you. All right, Mijenta, so before we officially, officially conclude this episode, I'm just going to go ahead and read you this, this question from the Hija de Tu Madre 2021 Planner. Are you living your life's purpose? Once again, are you living your life's purpose? Oh, Raimi Hintheso, I'll go ahead and let you sink in on that. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, Mijente. This podcast would not exist without all of you. Mijente, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, write a review for Cafecito con Estrellita on whichever platform you use to listen to your podcast, audio, XX. Cuídate, hablamos pronto.